Hey guys, it's Gracie and Abby. Hi! We decided to share this very special Patreon episode with all of you today. Abby and I review recent horror films that are currently in theaters on Patreon. So, if you love this episode and want to hear what we've got to say about such upcoming horror films as Halloween The Return, The Nun, and Suspiria, don't miss out and head on over to patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy and give $5 or more a month to get all of this great extra content. We really hope you guys enjoy this very special Patreon episode. Bye! This episode of Good Morning Nancy contains discussions on violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a Patreon special. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys. Hey, we just saw Hereditary. (laughs) We actually... Oh, no, Abby. (laughs) Listen, we actually saw it a... (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. (laughs) We actually... We saw it a few days ago, and we were going to review it right after we saw it. And I don't think we could have done it because it affected us both so much. We were emotionally distraught. Hardcore after that movie. I witnessed Abby experiencing every emotion under the sun. (laughs) Every single one. You laughed. You cried. You got scared. Yeah. Everything. It was nuts. It was nuts. And I... Listen, okay, so Hereditary was released on June 8th of 2018, and it was written and directed by newcomer Ari Aster, and it stars Tony Collette, Alex Wolf, Gabriel Byrne, and Dowd, who's one of my favorites, Yes, and Millie Shapiro. So, how do you, okay, so you guys already know, we were distraught after yeah. this film. I... I mean, we took a picture. You guys have seen it on social media. We took a picture of us in front of the poster. And the faces that we made after we looked at the picture made us made me laugh so hard I started to cry. Yeah. And it's not even that funny. But it no, was. It was at the time, though. It, I feel like I needed to laugh at something. I did. At that my, point. my whole body was aching from watching that film. And I was talking to a friend about it, and I told her, I said, you know, I almost kind of feel silly that I reacted that way to the film. But Me too. Yeah, but even um, my husband Luke really got, was affected by it too, and, you know, it's very hard to break him. And so, this film did so many things that were so familiar that it shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But it did. And that's one of the reasons, I think, is because Toni Collette is an amazing actress. Oh, my God. She blew my friggin' socks off. She did. I was actually kind of taken aback by how good she was. She normally never disappoints me, but, like, I've mm-hmm. never seen her in such a real role, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah. And, um, you know, even uh, the kid who plays Peter, Alex Wolf, was very good, too. Oh, my God. The precious baby angel. The very precious baby angel. So let's talk a little bit about what really upset us. Millie Shapiro's character, she plays Charlotte, or Charlie, Mm -hmm. and her death 
was tragic. Oh my God, I can't even. I didn't expect it, to be quite honest with you. Nope. Now that I look back at the trailer, I, I remember the scene where her uh, funeral is happening. And oh, by the way, there are spoilers in this, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to this unless you've seen the movie, you yes. Um, So when I in the trailer, she's not there at the funeral. So it's obviously her funeral really so I didn't notice that when I first saw the trailer so then when she died I was very surprised and the one scene where her head is covered in ants and is just lying on the ground I don't know I think I aged like 25 years after seeing that for some reason that really freaked me out and upset me beyond belief that was the scene that really that just that part was like that was mm. when everything started to like spiral out of control for me yes and everything I, I was changed. like I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to sit there through the rest of the movie but I just like held on tight <laughs> and like hoped that it wouldn't get any worse than that which from that point on, it doesn't, it I don't think. It doesn't really. So that was like, that was really what got me. Yes. That particular scene really threw me off. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. Because here's the thing. You see gore in films and you see gore and horror. But the fact that her head was being covered in bugs was so real to me. Yeah, this was different. This, this was, was like different. way different because it this wasn't... was not a farce. No, this was not like, <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, this is what actually happens to your head. Yeah. If it's taken from your body and left on the side of the road, like yep. this is actually what happens to it. Mm-hmm. And it's so sad and gross and upsetting. Yeah. Even that whole scene when Peter like can't even look in the mirror to look at her body made it feel so real to me and him driving home and just getting into bed and not telling anyone and then freaking Tony Collette screams when she sees Ugh. her and then screams after was so real that I felt the same way Abby I really felt like I don't know if I can do this yeah I will tell you right now that if you are listening to this and you haven't seen the movie but you don't care about spoilers. <laughs> if you're going to go and see it and you have had like a really terrible experience with losing loved ones um, suddenly. Yes, suddenly. Absolutely. And you're not prepared for it and that kind of thing. You will relate to this on such a level that nothing else can touch. I'm not even joking when I say that since... I experienced a death in my family, a sudden death. I have seen, obviously, many horror movies and a lot of dramas and stuff like that. And yeah, it's a little bit upsetting. This was beyond, beyond upsetting. Yeah, this was personal almost. Yes. Like, I said to Gracie after I left, like, I feel like this movie pertains to my life in so many ways (laughs) that I was uncomfortable. I was like, what? is happening with the universe right now this is so weird but yeah and 
you know, there there is some violence and gore in this, and the violence and gore that is in this is really triggering mm-hmm. because that it's it's not as it's sudden but subtle, if that makes yes. sense. And it's very domestic. Yes, good word. Which is like you're used to seeing stuff like that in movies from strangers or like like if you're watching a serial killer in a movie go after somebody it's not like a familiar thing and it's not like they're out to harm you and you know that Mm -hmm. but this focuses on a family so you're not really sure like you're not really sure how to react because you're like oh you're supposed to love each other and you don't. <laughs> well, and that's that's actually kind of interesting because uh, Tony Collette's character, her character's name is Annie. She says to her family at that very sad and awkward dinner that they have together, this should have brought us together and it hasn't. It's torn us apart. That was also a real meltdown. Like that's how it actually happens in families. Yes. And you know, what's really interesting is that that scene can almost seem sort of not real. Yes. The way that it happens because it's it's dramatic, but it's not like overacted. It's not overacted. She just seems very frustrated and upset. And it's I actually watched that scene and I thought, oh, this doesn't seem real. And then I thought, no, it does seem real. It just doesn't seem like other films and how maybe other actors would have done it. The words that come out of her mouth, like when she says, like, I hate your or whatever she says face like twice why or do you something. have that stupid face on your face yes, or something that's what she says <laughs> and it's like that's funny but then you're like oh but that's something someone would say that's though. the type of stuff that comes out of your head when you're angry and you don't have the words to express how angry you are and even though that kind of gave me a little chuckle I also felt like I've said stuff like that yes. where I've been so angry that I just say stupid things yeah and then you're like oh why did I say that? Exactly. <laughs> but it made it so real. Yeah. And, you know, the guilt that everybody feels in this film Ooh. is so heavy. You could cut the friggin' air with a knife. That was the best portrayal of, of guilt. Maybe not grief, but the best portrayal of guilt in a film that I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was great. Hands down. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about this <laughs> cult that's randomly in this. Yeah. So um, I actually did not know what to expect when I saw this film. I don't think anybody really did. Mm-hmm. I think everybody knew that there was something to do with like passing something down generation to generation. And I think the tagline is evil is hereditary. I kind of had the feeling that it was something spiritual, like something to do with spiritualism. Oh, good. Or, I didn't. I didn't know what to think it was. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm an expert at these things, actually. But yeah, so it's about a family that from generation to generation, a male in the family hosts the demon Payman, who is a, like a mischievous kind of demon. Mm-hmm. And he's not the devil, which um, Ari Aster said in an interview for Variety. He said, I don't want to do the devil. It's overdone. Yeah. So he picked Payman. It's one of the eight kings of hell or something. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought that was kind of interesting how it's this, again, this movie shows nothing new, but everything new. Yes. Like this is such a freaking Rosemary's Baby slash mm-hmm. uh, The Wicker Man type film. It kind of reminded me of Where the Wild Things Are. 
and where the maybe with the crown did that the I crown think so. maybe and like the like the wild animals and the weird figurines and stuff that Charlie makes yeah that's so true it's so it's such a strange film and okay so going back to that cult and like that was another scene that really messed up my head was seeing Charlie's head on top of that wooden thing with the crown on it and then seeing the mom's head and the grandma's head. At first I didn't know what I was looking at and then mm. I was like, holy friggin' crap sticks. Yeah, again, it was it's such a subtle thing and that's what makes it so real. Yeah. It looks like you're watching something that's real rather than watching images on a screen show you things because even like because I love movies about cults and evil witchcraft because mm-hmm. that's stuff that I I that scares me in films yep uh so seeing like the I was actually really pleasantly surprised when it was a cult I was like oh good I like this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah. in horror it scares me and uh so seeing that though was so subtle and yeah. it was done in such a almost like a home kind of DIY kind of way that I really liked yes and uh, freaking when Annie's body is her headless body is floating <sighs> up into the treehouse, even that was silent. There's no music, and I was like, God, I felt like I was watching it. I felt like I shouldn't have been there. If that makes any sense, like yes. I feel like I watched it and I thought, I don't belong here. <laughs> I need to get out. Uh, I need to flee the situation. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting your cult party. Sorry. Also, side note: when you said that about headless annie that reminded me of the part where she's up in the attic and she is like sawing her own head off yeah and then you hear it fall listen the sound effects for this movie are so real they're unreal like yes and i don't know what it was but the theater that we saw it in was super loud like i don't know if they were having issues with their sound system or what but yeah you could hear everything in this movie and it was terrifying. It's like when you're home alone and it's super dark and your senses are like wicked in tune with everything that's going on around you. And you hear all of the creaks and like you can hear trees moving outside and the clicking sound that Charlie makes. Yeah, the- I have been hearing that like constantly <laughs> since I saw this movie and it scares the crap out of me. And it's a slow burner. Which kind of, it sort of reminded me of the witch in a sense, where it gets really crazy at the end. Yeah, but it's it's weird. It like comes in waves. It like does. something crazy happens, and then it's really quiet for a long time. Which is like I guess it is like the witch, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you know if you are into that, like a twenty four, like that's what they do is Ugh. they make very divisive horror films. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Holy yeah. crap, yeah. And Hereditary is. And we actually had someone comment on one of our social media posts and she said that um, it didn't scare her at all, that she thought it was really slow and she didn't like it and she was expecting more from it. And she mentioned how she liked films like The Conjuring and the Annabelle movies. And those films are filled with uh, jump scares yes yeah and even though those films I maybe not the first Annabelle I don't like the first Annabelle what? but I love the second one <laughs> yeah. and I love the Conjuring films and all of those have really good characters in them and I think they have pretty good stories but they do they're very conventional yeah which is nothing wrong with that they're conventional most people like them and uh they will scare you they're guaranteed to ju- give you jump scares where this film 
isn't like that. This film is is a more tragic and literally horrifying film. Yes. That's the thing about it is that you are heartbroken for the characters and also for yourself for putting yourself through it. <laughs> but I actually told Abby, I was like, I don't know if I ever want to watch this again. And yeah. I'm sure I will, but I think it's going to, I think I have to take my time before I see it again. It's something that you kind of have to mentally prepare for. It's kind of like watching like Apocalypse Now or Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. If you don't know what's going to happen in those films, you're just like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was sick for like the whole day afterwards because I just was like emotionally drained from it. Yeah, Luke and I were too. We got home and we were like, what is life? Like it was just crazy. I cried talking to a friend of mine and my boyfriend about it because I was like, oh my God, this movie is crazy. But right. And so I think that if you have certain triggers and I think if you've gone through certain experiences that might bring on very negative thoughts when Mm. you see films like this. Uh, I say watch out for it. But if you're somebody who hasn't necessarily gone through many tragedies and you really enjoy films like The Conjuring and and whatnot, this might not bother you so much. You either will like it because you think it's scary or you won't like it because it's not the same kind of scares that are conventional. Right. For me, I enjoyed it. I did. I thought it was a very well-made film, but it did... It did produce some very negative uh, thoughts towards things that have happened in my past or things that I've seen before. And mm-hmm. and I know the same thing happened to you. You know, that's just something to sort of watch out for. And if you are going to see it again, now we can sort of mentally prepare ourselves. Yeah. So all in all, um, to kind of backtrack, yeah, we talked about this in a coffee break episode when we watched the trailer for it. Did it meet your expectations? Yes, it exceeded them. Yeah. Because I actually thought it was going to be another It Comes at Night, mm-hmm. which I hated. <laughs> I shouldn't say I hated. I think I just didn't. The trailer was not truthful. Yeah. The trailer was deceiving. And I don't think that's very fair. At least in my opinion. Some people will say, it showed you exactly what happens in the film. And I am and I just don't care what those people no. think. Yeah. I just, I assumed it was about something that it was not at all about. In fact, it was worse. <laughs> With Hereditary, I think the trailer did the same thing, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. How about you? It was way different than I thought it was going to be. It totally went in... Not an entirely different direction, I guess, because I kind of got the vibe that there was something witchy about it. I just wasn't sure what. And like I thought that the grandmother was going to have more of a more of a like a physical presence in the movie than she did. But I have not like I haven't seen a film in years that has made me feel that way. I think the last one that I saw that was similar we were talking about was Antichrist, the Lars von Trier film. But yeah, and that was a long time ago. So it was refreshing, but not. It was very heavy. So yeah, it's super heavy. Yeah. Mm. I love how this film was a slow burner, but Every single scene gave us a clue as to what was happening. Yes. Like, especially when Annie is at 
the uh, meeting for people who have lost loved ones. Mm -hmm. And she's talking about her family's past and how her brother said, like, how her brother was schizophrenic and how he blamed the mother for trying to put people inside of him. Yes. Which is payment. Ooh, yeah. So, and then he he kills himself because he can't handle that. Um, I love that that scene didn't insult the audience. Like, you know how... Um, I know we've talked about like storytelling and stuff like that in films and how sometimes the way people go about it is like, oh, okay, this is kind of hokey. It was not because she was explaining it to a group of strangers that she'd never met before. It's not like she was conversing with her husband who would like already know this information and you're like, okay, why is she talking about this? Because to him, this should be irrelevant. He should already know this. It was perfectly executed. So we got enough of a backstory without being like, oh, God. We weren't spoon-fed information. Like, it was a legitimate reason for her to explain her family's very bizarre history. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I thought that they did a really great job with that. That gave us a clue about this family having payment be put into males' bodies, like, every so often. Mm -hmm. And, um, And I think Peter didn't get payment at first. It was because he was unwanted. And I think she did try to abort him, which is really sad also. That scene was very upsetting uh, when she talked about that. And uh, and then, of course, uh, the grandmother, her favorite was Charlie to the point where she weirdly breastfed her. Yeah. Which makes no sense. So... I saw in the interview, the Variety interview with um, Ari Aster, he said that um, Charlie was born with Payman inside of her. Wow. Which makes me feel a little bit better that she was killed. And I know that sounds awful, but it makes me feel a little bit relieved that she was sort of already evil. Yeah. She was not as innocent as, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and of course that makes sense because her she's killed by sticking her head out on the pole that has Ugh. the payment symbol on it, which makes me think that this whole thing was going to happen anyway. Like yeah. they were going to kill that body so that they could put her spirit into Peter, kill Peter, put her spirit into his body, which in turn will be then possessed by payment. Yeah. So why do you think Peter wasn't born as payment though because she tried to get rid of him i think weird yeah weird that charlie was born as that but he was not yeah again it's one of those movies i I probably will have to see again yeah i know because it will probably be explained to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) if i see it again yes i'll look for it yeah but anyway you guys thank you so much for listening to this very special patreon review yeah thank you guys so much for giving every month it's because of you that abby and i are able to stay afloat yeah it really is like for real you guys really do help us out and you really do keep this podcast going so thank you so much for giving every month we really appreciate you and as always thanks for listening we love you to death have a great morning bye